talk about investing, right? Because when we open those investments accounts that align with our financial vision, we want to use automation to help us continue to use that pay yourself budget method, but also help us get closer to that, you know, a hundred thousand goal, the two hundred thousand goal, the three hundred thousand goal, the million dollar goal of being invested in the stock market. My name is Lucy Key. I am on a mission to teach Latinas how to build generational wealth by healing their relationship with money, invest in the stock market, and launch an online coaching business. I am a mom, a wife, coach, speaker, and author who went from believing I had to work mentally and physically hard for my money to now having multiple investment accounts. On this show, I share the strategies to manage your dinero, all things finance, and well-building for Latinas. Welcome to Say Hola Well podcast. Lista, let's go. Hello, mujer. Welcome back. You are listening to episode 21, how to be in control of your finances. I am so excited to talk about this episode because as of today, when I'm recording the podcast, which is August 25th, there has been some news or breakout news about student loans and how the current administration has decided that they are going to help us with student loan debt. So I have so much to say about that that is not even funny. But I want to start by talking about why it's so important for us Latinas, busy mujeres, women of color to really take control of our finances. I decided to record this episode um, for one of my clients that has had tremendous success when it comes to understanding her money story, healing that relationship, and really creating the steps and the system that she needs to create this new wealthy life for her and I have to be honest with you, this client has literally blow my mind in such a good way because she is an amazing, amazing student. She is implementing all of the things that I teach her through my financial coaching program, which is Viva La Investing. And Every single call that I have with this client, she comes looking just so confident and she keeps using the word, Lucy, I just feel like I have so much control. And I said, wow, this is so powerful that I have to create an episode not only to celebrate her, but also to give you the tools that you need so you too can be in control of your finances. So let me tell you some of the things that I work with this client on, which again is something that I teach inside my program. So we started by 
of course, talking about that money story, right? Like what were some of the things that were holding her back? I have a system that I've created that I used for my own money story to help me heal it because I also had my own money story that I was carrying that I didn't know it was holding me from earning my potential in my previous career. But also at some point, once I met my husband and he had a different mindset than I did, I realized that I wasn't in alignment with his mindset in terms of like looking ahead and creating this new vision for our family. So that's when I realized, okay, Lucy, there has to be something that is holding you back because I am a positive person. I want to say like 99% of the time. But there was something like the 1% that kept pulling me back. And so I wanted to learn my own money story. And now I've created a framework that helps my clients identify their money story and and learn it. So they can adopt a new way of thinking and a new way of implementing things. Okay, so that was the first step. We started by unlearning and identifying our money story. The next thing I did, which you can also do to help you be in control of your finances and your dinero is you have to create your financial vision. Like where are you in the next three, five, 10 years? And I'm not just talking about location wise. Like I'm not just talking about perhaps you want to have a beautiful home or perhaps you want to go to South America, you want to go to Mexico, you want to go to Europe, like I'm talking about your full financial vision, like how do you want to feel when you are in this new state of abundance and state of feeling that you are someone who is indeed worthy of living a life beyond your ancestors' wildest dreams. So creating this financial vision is so important because every decision that we make has to align with that vision. So I walk my clients through a framework of creating their wealthy pillars. So these are the pillars that have really like the foundation for them to start building on, right? And everything that we do with these pillars is tied back to money because whether we like it or not, everything we do has to do with money, right? If you want to buy a cup of coffee, you have to pay money. If you want to go to a quinceanera or a sweet 16, you have to have money perhaps to buy a gift to go, right? You don't have to, um, but that's another story, by the way, because I have so much to say about the, the cultura expectation as well. But listen, everything we do has to do with money. You wake up in the morning to create uh, or do an activity that is going to have like give you money, right? Even if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're getting up to send your kids to school, you're um, getting up to pack your husband's lunch and things like that, right? Like everything that we do in our daily life, 24 hours a day has to do with money, right? And so understanding how those wealthy pillars are going to help you create, I always say like your, your imperio, your empire, because 
that is exactly how like the greatest things in life happen, right? People set these foundations and they had a vision for the future. So we have to treat our personal finances in that same way. The next thing that we do is we start creating a pay yourself budget method that aligns with that vision, right? Let's say that perhaps like in my client's case, she wants to buy a casita. She wants to buy a house. And so we start talking about, okay, first of all, let's make sure that that casita dream is your dream, that you're not just buying the casita because you feel that you have to buy it, right? Because society always tells us and sends us this message that if we don't have a casita, we're not being successful, right? Like that casita is almost like a sign of success. Like, woohoo, she's made it. She has a casita, right? But I will tell you that this is something that I also coach my clients on. If you want the casita, let's make sure that that's your dream, that you want to do that. Because having a house is costly and it comes back to the money, right? Everything we do has to do with money. So again, she wants to buy a casita and because she wants to buy the casita, she wants to do some things for her kids. She wants to do um, things for herself, which I am so, so proud of this client because by nature, she is a giver. She gives, 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 gives. And then at the end comes her. And I say, no, mujer, like we have to think about like prioritizing you because when you don't do that, then you can make money, okay? So her pay yourself budget method aligns with that financial vision. She is now investing for retirement. She just opened a second uh, account to help her achieve her goals faster. She started investing in like I-bonds and so many things, right? And I'm not suggesting that you do that because this is just for educational purposes but these are the things that she's doing okay the next thing we talked about is let's look at your budget right el presupuesto your spending plan however you want to call it and she and so she started creating these baby steps baby steps that now align with her overall vision of her life and she keeps telling me every time she comes to the call, she's like, Lucy, I feel like I am a whole new person. Like I am more in control, not only of my money, but also of my thoughts, right? Like I, I'm able to identify when I feel that I'm having a negative money thought or that I feel like I'm anxious about money. And I have given her some tools uh, and strategies to use so she learns to identify identify them and also control them right and so she has been implementing those and now she has a spending plan that she's able to save and invest for retirement uh, save for her upcoming goals and get this she still has plenty of money to go and celebrate her birthday and in a different state, she's been doing so much, right? And it's all about the mindset and having the right systems. So once she started doing this, the next step for her was increasing her income because nobody, nobody should be relying on a single source of income. Let me say that again. 
Nobody should be relying on a single source of income because that is so stressful. You're doing a disservice to yourself if you only have one single source of income. And then what happens if that income isn't coming? You're going to be stressed. You're, you're going to have so many doubts, right? You're going to start thinking, man, I don't have the money coming. I'm not worthy enough. There has to be something wrong with me because I'm not making more money, right? And this is why inside my program, I talk about the importance of having multiple income streams. Now, I don't teach my clients to go get another degree unless that's something that they truly want to do. I don't teach them about hustling because hustling sucks <laughs> for the lack of a better word. But listen, I do teach them to do little tiny things that they can increase their income, whether it's by $25 a month, $50 a month, all the way up to $500 a month. Okay. And this is without hustling. And so increasing your income reinforces the fact that you get to be in control. You get to create your own income. And let me tell you something. Since launching my online coaching business and seeing that I am able to create a framework or create a freebie or create a course and seeing that I am able to create my own income from my thoughts, from ideas that I have, this is something that I want you to experience as well because it's just a feeling that has no words. <laughs> Literally, like I've, I've, I've tried journaling about how I feel when I'm able to create my own income and I just don't have the right words. I keep practicing and I just can't describe the feeling, but it's a good feeling, okay? So increasing your income definitely helps you be in control of your finances. And once my clients do that, then we talk about lowering their monthly expenses to continue to be in control, right? Because now we're getting to a state where we created a financial vision. We're doing a pay yourself budget method. I have more income coming. So normally you will think, well, I have more income coming my way. So now I have to spend, spend, spend more. And yes, you do. You will spend more money, but it's all about how can you do that is going to help you make more money, right? It's just how we think about spending. Sometimes we think about spending in a way of, you know, me voy a comprar una bolsa, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy myself a purse. Or you think about of like, oh my God, I'm going to take myself out to eat. And that's fine. I want you to still do that. But I help my clients really dive into this mindset of, you got to stop thinking about what your money can buy and start thinking about what your money can earn. Let me say that again. You got to stop thinking about what your money can buy and start 
thinking about what your money can earn. To give you an example, let's say that one of my clients is indeed increasing her income, right? Now, it's great. If she wants to lower her monthly expenses, I ask her to negotiate her monthly bills, utility bills. I suggest that they... If they have any type of day, credit card day, uh, even student loan day, that they get a hold of their lender and they start negotiating. So inside my program, Viva La Investing, I also teach them the art of negotiation because this is something that has helped me really be in control of my dinero, be in control of my finances, right? And so I guide them through how to do that. I also guide them to say, listen, Remember the financial vision that you created? Is that in alignment with how you're spending your money, right? Because when we have money coming and money flowing, we automatically feel like, woohoo, let's go ahead and spend it, right? So then I coach my clients on, let's say that you lower your monthly expenses by 50 bucks, right? So can you use that 50 bucks to put towards investing for your financial vision or retirement and help you make more money through compound growth, through uh, dividends pay, through interest earned, depending on the types of accounts that they use, right? And so once they have the money, they learn to manage their thoughts. They don't longer have the money story that holds them back, that keeps telling them that they're not worthy enough, that they shouldn't spend more, right? So rather they're thinking about, hmm, how much money can my $50 make me, right? And so the mindset shift that they have is so amazing to watch as their coach. Like, I just love to to see how their their thoughts and ideas are just coming. And I love that, okay? So once they lower their monthly expenses or they're looking at their expenses, they will also learn that a lot of times they're spending so much money on food, right? And I, I am a foodie. Me encanta comer. I love to eat. I love to eat. And so one of the things that I do or I suggest for them is meal planning, right? I know, I don't know about you, but in my house, <laughs> growing up, first of all, we were very, at some point, very poor. So we didn't have enough food, right? So we were eating like uh, sopitas, like soups. We were eating like, you know, beans and things like that. But then at some point, once we were able to establish here like full-time, now we have more food, right? Like there was food coming and going. And even we were wasting a lot of food. And at some point, I don't know who told me this, but I was like, I don't eat leftovers anymore, right? Because I was like, yeah, not, not for me. And so now, as someone who's building well for the first time, I love eating leftovers because it not only saves me money every month, but it also saves me time. I don't enjoy cooking. And I said this before to um, some of my clients and on social media, I don't enjoy cooking. I'm not the worst cook, like the worst uh, cook or chef, but I don't enjoy it, right? And so when I cook, I make sure that I have like my signature uh, dishes 
and then I rotate them, but I will cook at least two to three meals every week and I will just eat leftovers, right? And so I don't feel like I'm eating like something that is not good enough. Rather, I think about time like, man, I'm eating this lasagna or enchiladas or whatever I make that are so amazing and I don't have to be in the kitchen because I don't enjoy it. Maybe you do enjoy it, right? But think about the time. So this is a great way for you to lower your expenses to help you be in control of your dinero and your finances, okay? The next thing we go over is can we look at your overall financial vision, let's look at your pay yourself budget and let's see what things or what payments or financial responsibilities can be automated, right? And once we identify what those are, then I coach my clients on using automation. Because listen, you're a busy mujer, they are a busy mujer, so no one has time to, for one, remember, right? Remember that, oh my God, on Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I have to call my credit card company. Or nobody has time to think about like, oh my God, I have to pay my electricity electricity bill by this time right so automation is key to um to being in control of your finances and don't even talk about investing right because when we open those investments accounts that align with our financial vision we want to use automation to help us continue to use that pay yourself budget method but also help us get closer to that you know a hundred thousand gold the two hundred thousand gold the three hundred thousand gold the million dollar goal of being invested in the stock market i use automation for my personal finances i use automation for my business finances I even use automation for the way I post on social media, the podcast, uh, the blogs that I have on the website. I mean, if I could automate like changing my kids clothes every morning, <laughs> I would definitely do that because automation is so amazing. And there is a reason why, you know, we have the tool available for us to use it. So again, Automate your investments to be in control of your finances. And as we're creating this um, process of let me help you be in control, then we start celebrating small steps along the way, right? A lot of us that come from a um, immigrant family, immigrants ourselves, or we have the first gen experience, we have been exposed to this idea of like it's all or nothing right like I either go in or I don't go in and I want you to reflect on that how is the expectation that you're putting on yourself serving you the client that I was talking to you about earlier in the podcast she has had a lot of breakthroughs throughout the program because she was raised with the expectation of like, it's all or nothing. And I talked to her and coached her and I said, listen, if you want to save your first 100000 in the stock market, 
You don't need to start by saying, I am going to invest $2,000 every month for the next amount of years, right? I said, you got to start by first understanding your feelings around money, which she has. And again, she's, she's had so many breakthroughs that I'm just like, like, oh my God, like I bring me the popcorn because I want to keep listening to this busy mujer on how much progress she has been making. And I love that, right? As a coach, it's, it's amazing to see that the things that I coach my clients on and when they do the homework, they implement the systems, it's serving them, right? And so for her, I said, we, you, we don't want to invest $2,000 in the stock market. We want to start by maybe doing $50 a month by continue to balance that financial vision, right? Because we don't want to rush. We don't want to do too many things fast because then guess what happens then we feel like man i'm deprived then the scarcity mindset kicks in right then the frugality comes to life and you're like oh my god i can't go out with my friends i have to cut my expenses even more i can buy clothes i have to do my own nails i gotta cancel my gym membership i gotta cancel my phone right so we start getting into this a state of like a scarcity and wealth true wealth is not a scarce true wealth is abundant right and so this is why my client is implementing baby steps along the way to help her be in control and I said no one expects you to have or continue with that narrative of it's all or nothing, right? Because when you do say, I'm all in, you go into the state of like, I got to get expenses, I got to work more, I got to hustle, I got to do all these things, right? And then it messes with your mind and your mental health. Then if you do the opposite of like nothing, right? All or nothing, you choose nothing. That's that inaction, right? That translate into negative thoughts. Oh my God, I'm never going to get ahead. Oh my God, I'm not worthy enough. Oh my God, I'm not smart enough. Oh my gosh, I'm never going to find a good marido, a good husband, right? Because I don't feel worthy of, of happiness. Because I don't feel worthy of having a good life. Because I don't even feel worthy of having a nice house, right? Like I have been on this survival mode. I've seen so many things growing up that I should also be fighting with my partner, with my kids every time I talk about money. And no, it doesn't work that way, okay? So this is why celebrating the small steps along the way are important because it keeps helping you feel that you are in control and indeed you are, okay? Now, let me tell you a couple of things here that I've learned about investing and why I'm so passionate really about teaching you why you should also come an investor, okay? Excuse me, become an investor. So I decided to learn about investing more because I wanted to be in control of my time. As you know by now, <laughs> I am a mother of two toddlers, right? And so growing up, my mother was always busy. She was a single mom. She was always hustling. And so I didn't get to see my mom a whole lot. And I'm not blaming this on her because she was doing the best she could, right? Like she, she was on this mindset of like, I have to provide for my kids. So money and working hard for money is the only way. So I didn't get to see my mom a whole lot growing up. 
my older sister is uh, almost like my mom. Like she was taking care of me. She was, you know, doing so many things for me. And so I learned to invest. So I didn't have to do the same thing that my mom was doing. And again, I'm not trying to shame my mother. It's just that I have decided that I want to be present, that I want to be part of my daughter's daily um daily life you know tomorrow as I'm recording the podcast I get to go to her preschool for lunch to do some activities with her right so by me learning about to invest I don't have to worry about oh my god I have to make more dinero right I have to make more money I'm letting my investments do the heavy lifting for me okay and then the other thing I did I did was launching my online business so I could be in control of my earning potential. Now, if you're listening right now, you're probably thinking, Lucy, but I, I'm not an entrepreneur. Like I have no desire to become an entrepreneur. I am happy with my nine to five. It is a meaningful career and it fulfills me, right? And that's okay. Not everyone has to become an entrepreneur, right? But think back of what I said earlier on the podcast. You have to learn to increase your income potential and have at least another source of income, okay? So for me, having the online business was more of like, I'm in control of, yeah, my earning potential. Can I make uh, $10,000 a month? Can I make $20,000 a month? Can I, you know, potentially have like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, um, type a year in my business, right? And so for me, it's fascinating to see that I'm able to create multiple incomes within one business model, right? Like the coaching, the podcast, the blog, so many things. And so that helps me be in control of my finances, okay? And the beautiful thing that I was introduced to aside from investing was passive income. And I want to thank one of my coaches because she really, she's all about passive income. And so she was teaching me how I don't have to hustle, how I can just create one thing and then like re-adjust re it or reinvent it, like just minor details so I can create passive income. And to me, that concept of passive income in addition to the investment, that the investment, uh, the stock market investment, that just blew my mind. I was thinking, what? Can I make money when I'm really sleeping? And I have experienced that, you know, as of 2022. And all of this combination of investing my online business, increasing my income potential and passive income really make me feel like I'm in control of my finances. And my clients are doing the same, right? They're learning they are learning that they have a skill that they already have. They don't have to go get another degree. And then they monetize the skill set to create passive income. And this is why I do business coaching as well, because the majority of my clients, once they graduate from financial coaching, then they, you know, they have healed their money story. They have unlearned the money beliefs that keeps them from under earning and they're ready to create something right and so that's why I also do business coaching which is my program uh, jefas and wealth where I teach them everything they need to do from making that idea come to life 
to deciding how they're going to launch it, how the things that they need to do, right? Like the, in terms of like what things they need to do to create their business model, where do they want to go? And once they have the business model, how much money do you want to make? How are you going to make the money with a hassling? How are you going to invest some of the money so you can continue to be focused on your clients or your course or whatever it is that they want to launch, right? And at the end of the program, they have the tools that they need to continue to be in control of their finances, right? So I teach them about um, the framework they need for creating their course or their program. I teach them about the mindset, right? Because now they heal their relationship with money, but then when you become a business owner, that's a different mindset that you have to have. So I do a lot of the power of self-coaching. I teach them about sales and marketing strategies that are trauma-informed. Because there is a lot of people out there that are teaching sales strategies to take advantage of people. And I have to admit that I was, I don't want to say victim because that victim sounds kind of silly. But I've, I've had a coach that was teaching me how to book sales in an unethical way. And I was like disgusted by it. I remember being on a call with this coach and I even threw up because I was just like, I'm not doing that. Like I'm teaching people how to heal their money story. I'm teaching people how to increase their income potential. I am not teaching them how to do these unethical sales strategies. And that's why in Hefas and Wealth, I talk about the trauma-informed and the ethical way of booking clients. And I have clients that went from, I have one client to now I have six clients within a week, okay? So what I want you to take away from this podcast is that you get to be in control of your dinero. And I am gonna give my two cents on the student loan. <laughs> Uh, announcement because to me this is so bizarre it's I'm not against the government helping people with student loans at all I think that is a, definitely a necessity and it's also something that they should do right because they have like 17 year old people signing for these massive student loan debt most of them first gen that have no idea how the financial system works and so yes i am all about the government um giving us some type of assistance what i am not okay with is the fact that we busy mujeres just give up our power to the government to an administration to keep taking that power away from us you know I was um, I had a student loan debt my household had student loan debt and for us we sat down one day and say we do not want to give up our power we don't want to go through the emotions right the positive and the negative emotions that come to letting somebody in this case the government take control of our future right because one week we were uh you know watching the news and it's like oh my god you know uh, so and so is gonna send a proposal to congress to help people with the student loan debt forgiveness so we will get our hopes up right yeah potentially we we don't have to pay these and then like the next month Never mind, it didn't pass. So guess what emotion was causing that? Man, it's never going to happen, right? And I had a client one day that told me something that really blew my mind. She said, I have 
such a big student loan day that it's just like a gray cloud that follows me everywhere. And I said to her, you have the power to take control of your dinero so that cloud, the gray cloud that you're saying can go away. And so also in the program, my clients that have debt, uh, student loan debt, I help them create a debt payoff debt that they can literally see and do it themselves as well. So you get to be in control. Now, am I happy about the 10000 Yeah, because it's going to benefit a lot of people. But think about this. Do you want to continue to just freely give up your power and your control of your dinero. It's your dinero. Why are you letting the government or an administration play with your emotions, right? There's so many things that I've learned about money and uh, politics in the last four years that I'm like, uh uh-uh, no way. I don't care who's in office. I am going to be in control because I don't want them to dictate how I get to create my financial vision, right? Which is something that I talked about at the beginning of the podcast. So I said, I will choose to be in control. And this is what my clients are doing, right? Whether they are continue to be in their nine to fives, whether they are becoming, um, they are aspiring coaches, they are choosing to be in control. And it's a practice that, I teach them inside the program how, what kind of systems do they need? What kind of mindset do they need? So I want to thank you for listening to this episode and I am here to serve you. There was one thing I wanted to say, which I just remember. I have a couple of people, a couple of uh, listeners that have DM me or send me emails directly telling me, that they are not able to invest because they don't have a social security number. And to you, I want to say that you can invest with an ITIN, a tax identification number. So don't let the fact that you don't have a social security number hold you for being in control because it comes back to what I just said about the student loan debt. You're letting someone tell you what you can and cannot do. And you don't have access to certain things right now. But that doesn't say anything about you. All that means is that perhaps you have to work a little harder than other people that have the privilege of having the social security number. But the possibilities are there. And it's up to you to choose if you want to be in control of your finances and your financial vision. Mujer, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you find value on this episode and it will mean the world to me if you can give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode with your primas, your tias, la comadre. You can also share it on social media and tag me on Instagram. And if you know you're ready to start your well-building journey or launch an online business, go ahead and check the show notes where you will find the link to apply to work with me. Thank you so much again for listening and Hasta la próxima.